to Go Baylor, on. if you want to introduce yourself, thank you for coming out on the podcast. And if you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you, yourself and what you do. Yeah, my name is Taylor. I'm this. Uh, I'm uh, my name is Taylor. I'm the CEO and I'm the co-founder, one of the co-founders of ba- Basic Block. We, at our core, we're just a tech company that specializes in getting truckers paid faster. So, uh, we're a traditional factoring company. We do some other cool tech on the backside to you know protect ourselves, protect our customers, and work more efficiently with brokers. But end of the day, what we do really, when it comes down to it, is pay truckers faster uh, and then try to pay them more money than most of our competitors for sure. I like that. Pay truckers faster. That way they can use their money to buy more equipment, buy more stuff. Yeah. In the future for us, we definitely want to get into the, the business of helping like extend them credit to buy trucks and trailers and do all these different things. Uh, but today, like our bread and butter that you, know, you come into our website or you hear about us from another trucker or a friend or a partner or whoever else, like uh, you know, they, they hear about us and they just, you know, they, when it comes down to it, like, you know, like I said, we're going to pay them fast. We're going to try and pay them more. Um, keep our rates low uh, and, and do as best we possibly can for some of these owner operators, which is kind of like our, our bread and butter, like less than 10 guys, less than five guys, mm-hmm. uh, even more so that, that we work with. Definitely. Nice. Nice. Uh, so oh. we got a couple of questions from some of our users, if you would yeah. like to answer. Well, just for, so everyone knows, this is like a special edition podcast where we literally ask questions only from our Instagram followers. So uh bob if you want to go right ahead well i think we should add the yeah. username of the person if you have the username i did it for mine just so that we could actually tag that person uh with the answer yeah so i'm re- i'm reading the one from uh, from one of yours it's from carolina 9109 but um what is the reason that brokers become not approved for factoring yeah so you know truthfully like i think a lot of truckers know that some brokerages can be really sketchy right and like what we try and do is like really protect not only us but our our customers and and candidly like what happens is and that's why we have our our approved broker list for a reason is is we know based on a lot of different criteria so we, we pull criteria from credit sources better business bureau you know all these different types of places also carrier 411 we we use a lot as well to help us kind of identify who's good to work with and who's not and then our system is like a living and breathing list so they're getting taken off moving on based on kind of the you know ecosystem or the freight world's perception of who they are. Uh, And generally, right, like we tell our carriers, you have to check, like you have to check with us, or please check with somebody that they're approved. And and we do that because sometimes they can be double brokered. Sometimes they can, you know, all these different things that happen. Then when the load gets to us, that's what our technology is like really good at, right? Like we identify if it's real or not real. and, And then, you know, sadly, in some cases, they don't check and then we get the load and then we realize it has been double brokered by somebody that, you know, wasn't on our approved list. And then, you know, truthfully, what happens in that case is is we can't really do much, right? We try and go after the shipper. We try and do what we can to help get our trucker paid. But at the end of the day, like yeah. we might not even be getting paid. So so the approved brokers list is is a unique thing. Um, not unique to us, but unique to factoring and freight and logistics for sure. And and there's definitely a reason for it, is is we're trying to protect ourselves, you know, without giving too much away because it is somewhat of our secret sauce, right? Like we acquire, we require them to be in business for a certain period of time. We require, you know, some different people, uh, you know, some, uh, different type of reporting on them. We require, you know, no bad, uh, reports on them in X amount of days, these types of just very like high level things. And then we look at some other unique things, um, where we do actually have some carriers that we have that are kind of in what I would call like our, our best carrier segment that we actually go ask them to haul for brokers 
so we can learn a little bit more about them, like from an actual experience. And sometimes uh, we end up losing money on that deal, but we'll always pay the carrier for even if it gets double brokered or these types of things. Um, so we do it often. We run tests with a very small subset of our carriers that are are going and kind of exploring for us of how good is this broker before yeah. you know kind of they get onto those lists. Yeah. So I actually had another one, a question that kind of would go good with this. That actually somebody asked me and he asked, um, I didn't write down who it was, but he asked, why do some factoring uh, companies have a recourse in their policy? Doesn't it defeat the the purpose of factoring? So like, you know how sometimes they say, hey, you're good to work with this broker, but then something happens and they take the money back and they're like, well, they kind of do a recourse. Yeah. So I think factoring companies that do recourse don't have good technology is probably the easiest way to say it. So, and what I mean by that is like, if you're really good at identifying the problems with technology on these invoices and on these documents and all the other things that are associated with the load, you can, you can generally catch, you know, what's happening before it happens, then not Mm -hmm. have to have recourse. Right. So I think a lot of companies put in recourse to essentially protect their own mistakes that they'll have. You guys don't have recourse in and no, so we don't do recourse, right? The one things that we do do is like an example of it's like operational. We couldn't have done anything different. So like let's say JB Hunt, right? A carrier hauls for JB Hunt, and they forget JB Hunt forgets to update us to pay us, and they pay our carrier instead of us, right? We'll normally just go to the Uh carrier and say, hey, like you mind sending that money back to us, and 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 all of them say yes, like absolutely no problem. so those are the sure. only times, but I wouldn't say that's recourse because they've gotten paid for that load. Um, they just got double paid for it, right? Definitely. And we we come in and just basically yeah. say like, hey, that is actually ours and the carrier is really good about it. But if we lose money, we take it on the chin. Generally, like if we lose the money, like we're going to eat that cost. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, that's good to hear. Yeah. To build on that, Taylor, uh, actually, a few people asked this. What are ancillary fees? Um well, this user is BPM86. Uh, can you tell us more about that? And I know that basic block doesn't have that. So if you could just Yeah, so you could talk ancillary fees, hidden fees, you know, these things are really important. And 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 candidly, it makes a massive difference in what the actual true rate of your contract is, right? You'll have companies that offer 1.5%, offer 2%, right? Offer whatever percent it is. But then what you don't realize is they charge you, you know, an invoice processing fee of $5 or they charge you a wire fee or a payment fee or an ACH fee. Um, They charge you all these different type of what I would call as ancillary or hidden fees or a buyout fee, right? There's so many of these factoring companies. And when you really do the math on, on some of these actual hidden fees, the rate that you're getting is 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 not is not the 1.5%, right? Like a, a you know an average invoice size of of let's call it, you know, $1500, $1400, right? You're going to pay about 30 bucks or so to your factoring company, but then if they charge you, you know, $10 for a wire, $15 for a wire, like that's a significant percent increase that they're taking from you, right? And you and and those are important, I think the way I view it is is like a sticker price, then the the taxes behind it, or you know, you go to StubHub and you say it's one hundred and fifty dollars, and then it very little says excludes yeah. fees. And then when you check out, right, or even on DoorDash now, it's like suddenly your five dollar burger was twenty dollars. And like, how did you get there? Right, exactly. like that is what exactly. a lot of these companies are doing. Yeah. Um. So it's important to ask those questions, and it's and you know, once you ask those questions, right, you can get yeah, a feel get- for how they are. And then the second layer to that is like, I think it's important to know, like. 
it is a business relationship. So the 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 thing is, what if they sell you and you like them today, but then something happens down the road and you don't want to be there, right? It's important to ask, are there buyout fees? Are there are there penalties for leaving? Like what is what happens if I don't want to work with you? Because you know, truthfully, like that happens all the time. There are people that we don't like working with that yeah. that we leave contracts in from just our general business perspective. So truckers, that happens too with their factoring companies and all those things are really important that go into, you know should I work with this company or not? Uh, for us specifically, Basic Block, right? We we don't charge any extra fees or any hidden fees. We're super transparent about what we charge. It's 2%. What we say is that if our bank charges money to move the money to your bank, because some guys will have very small community banks, like we just pass that fee. We don't make any money on that fee. Um, and, and typically that's like just because of the bank that they're working with. Like we can't do anything about that. Um, so yeah, for us, it's just flat. And and the other part is there's no buyout fees, no penalties for leaving for us, right? So we we think of it completely different. If you want to come with us, you want to work with us, you'll work with us. If you don't, you'll leave us. And, and, and we understand, like we, we think it should be an open, free, fair to play market. And if you can go find a better tech provider or better customer service than us, then you should. Nice, nice. Because I actually had a question about that too. My, my other question that somebody asked was, what's the best legal way to part ways with your factoring company looking for a better rate so that's that you kind of went a little bit into that you know where like you said some companies will have like a a, a they will they'll try to charge you for leaving or they'll have a contract in place where yeah i'm i'm not going to name names on some of the ones that we've seen right but it, a funny story from just last week uh you know these comp this factoring company we we've, we've been stealing a lot of customers from them you know Sorry, I hate to break it to you. Open market. Can you, tell us? Can you tell us and we'll just cut it out? <laughs> uh, I will. I will after this for sure. The, uh, okay. the, you know, they, they came to us and, and said, we're going to start charging uh, like a $750 fee to our truckers to get them out. And we said, what are you talking about? And you've never charged us that fee ever as we've taken, you know, tens of twenties of customers from you. Now, just suddenly you're going to. And and the response that we got back from them was, well, it's always been there. We're just now uh, going to decide that we're gonna we're going to do it, right? And they so they're trying to charge you or the, the yeah, they charge us or the trucker or whoever, right? And 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 ultimately, like that cost gets passed to somebody, right? It's us or the trucker, and and I think it's really a shady way of doing business, right? So I think right. how you know how you the best legal way, you know, candidly you know, we, we have some, we have a lawyer on staff that like we work with fractionally. That's really good at this. Uh, we let truckers talk to that person for free. Like we don't charge them to do that. We'll look at the contract. We'll look at it. We'll take a deep dive of it. We'll examine what it looks like and at least tell you the good or bad news about it. Um, but in some cases, there are some companies that really put the hooks into truckers and it is really hard to get out. And, and the best yeah. way to do that is, you know, call us, call us. I, I mean, I don't, I say that selfishly a little bit, but call us, like we'll look at your contract and and if you want to get out and you want to go with us, great. If not, we'll tell you how to get out um, and we'll tell you what it would take to get out. Um, we're happy to do that. Nice. Interesting. Uh, so to talk about more of like the contract stuff, I know there's, there's one question from uh, Tim J. Mamadoff who says, can someone still use basic block uh, if they're currently under contract with another factoring company. And then there's another question from uh, ONF 
or Sam, can they factor for companies with UCC filings that include accounts receivable? I don't know what that means. That sounds like freight factoring lingo. So if you could explain what that means and also answer. So first off, if, if you have, it's the shitty part about factoring is you kind of have to be committed to one. Um, I wish that wasn't the case uh, because I think that if that were the case, we could win a lot more truckers just because of our service, right? But uh, you can't factor with two. And part of that is because of that UCC filing. The UCC is important, not just to us, but we have financial backers and lenders and we work with banks and these types of things. And and we have to place that filing on the accounts receivable, which basically just protects us when another factoring company likely tries to snake in and say that XYZ, 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 right? So the way that you you, you can think about it is you have to pick one. We always say, you know, that's why our, our agreements are you can leave whenever you want for free. Um, there is no real contract. We have an agreement that basically just says, like, hey, this is the these are the rules of working with us and we have to file the UCC. Um, but no, we we couldn't work with another company if if we couldn't work with a trucker if they had a UCC lean place on their account receivable. Um and we couldn't work with a, a trucking company that worked with another factoring company if they had that lien. If it were a good example of maybe potentially what they're talking about is is they have a truck and trailer lease or maybe a fuel card lease and and that fuel card or truck and trailer lease put a lien on their accounts receivable as a uh, as something that they could collect if they were missing payments. Depending on who it is, we can get carve outs for that. So that way we can kind of carve out that they own XYZ and they own the assets and we own the receivables. Um, some are nicer to play with than others. But traditionally, you can think of it as like if somebody has a UCC on you, then then they have it on you until they give you a letter of release. Bob, you want to go ahead with the question? Um, I didn't really have any more questions, yeah. to be honest. Okay. Uh, it was just we could build up. I think like well, that I was actually... kind of... I have one question then. Uh, so there's a lot of scams going on in the industry right now, as we all know. Uh, that's something yeah. that uh, yeah. like freight factoring companies are are there to like, you know, kind of protect the, the trucking company from working with a scammer, like you mentioned before, Taylor. Uh, can you kind of like go in uh, like, so this question is actually from user uh, E-S-P-I-A-L-E-J. With so many scams in trucking right now, how do you protect... Uh, others from fraud, like trucking companies. Yeah. So, you know, we've gotten really good at this, right? This is why investors give us millions of dollars, essentially, is the easiest way to say that. And and because our our default rate or our, let's call it fraud rate is is like 0.0003%. Like to put that in oh, perspective of wow. the over 100 or $200 million that we factored, we're talking like 20 grand, right? So like we're talking mm -hmm. a very sub, a very small amount. And what our system does, and I'm not going to go, I can't really don't want to go into the details of that because if obviously I air those out, right. people will know how to game that system. And we try and game it too, right? We do try and game the fraud system. Um, but we look at an immense amount of variables on a load and invoice and a broker and carrier level, a ton of different things that we look at in order to determine do we think that this is real and legitimate or not? And then we do some data science to try and predict how and what is the likelihood of it getting paid back to us on time. Um, so that's kind of how we do it. And then we have an internal scoring system that we use. In fact, that system's gotten really, really robust now that I'm not, I also can't say who and where and how, but you'll soon be able to factor with us 
in a lot of different and unique places that are outside of our own ecosystem. So we have a lot of companies now, many names and brands in the industry that work with owner operators, work with, you know, trucking companies, whether TMS, mobile apps, all these different things, load boards. They're starting to come to us and say, like, we could use help um, on not only the speed to payment, but also the fraudulent invoices. And can you label and white label your service or service underneath us? So soon I'm excited to announce some of the partnerships we have. We just announced Bloom Global. Uh, like last week, I think that was, or maybe early this week, where we are going to start partnering and plugging in there and actually paying um, carriers that haul for CMA, CGM. Um, oh. And then we have a lot of others in the pipeline that we're starting to work with now where we're starting to say, hey, look, you know, we can bring... You know, we don't, we don't want to be great at everything. What we want to be really, really great at is is paying truck drivers and getting paid back. And and we think that we can white label that service in, in a lot of different places and 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 say, look, like, you know, if you want to go work with LoadSmart, we can help you get paid from LoadSmart and, and it can help LoadSmart. Or if you want to go work with True North or any of these other companies that, you know, maybe people would think are competitors to us, you know, we're starting to realize they're not. And I think they're starting to realize they're not. And and we're really excited to work with some of these partners that we're talking to, uh, to bring a really smooth and efficient way to pay their carriers that's safe for kind of everyone in between. Sure. Hmm. sure. Nice. Very awesome. cool. I think uh, I think the one thing that we didn't talk about that I think is important that matters to carriers is actually the bank. Um, oh, that's right. It's yeah. starting to matter less and less, but I think that carriers need to be really smart when they select a bank, and and I say that for like really one reason. And most, not all banks are created equal, right? Just like not all social medias and softwares and credit cards are created equal. Banks have different functionality. And if I'm a truck driver, the questions that I'm asking outside of the regular like business banking questions are, do you have RTP enabled? And what that means is, can you take a real-time payment? More and more banks are going live in that every day, but there's hundreds of banks, many of the major ones, some of the uh, smaller banks that are, are building that technology or have that technology today. And from a factoring standpoint, that's really important. And I, I ask you say why or why is it really important, right? The difference in cost of a bank to send a wire from bank to bank and RTP is we're talking 100x different. So you can get the experience of a wire without paying the price of a wire with paying pennies, essentially, right? Like, and, oh, well. and this is a, that's an important puzzle piece that I think many and more truckers should ask is, is RTP is coming. Um, that means real-time payment. It is coming. These real-time payment technology is happening. And what's important for a lot of these guys is getting paid faster, right? They want to get paid faster. They don't want to wait the day for ACH. Um, and RTP enables that uh, at just a, a, a fraction and a fraction and a fraction of a cost of what a lot of many truckers are getting charged for wires. Um so you should they should look into that, right? And 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 I think that's important. And that's interesting. And, you know, we're, I've never I've never heard of this like uh, the RTP. And I'm not sure if our bank even has that or not, because we are think, with the smaller you, banks. So I'm kind well, of curious. You have two banks, Bob though, right? Because you have Chase and you have the Ukrainian one. No, no. So we don't use the Ukrainian, we use the Pinnacle okay. Bank. Okay. Uh for we actually use Pinnacle Bank for most factoring that we do, but Chase we just use like for credit cards and stuff like that, because this is more of like a national bank or something no uh, well chase is the national one and then the pinnacle is more of like a local i guess more of you know like a local bank yeah and, so and you know some factoring companies won't have 
the ability to do RTP, right? Like they'll say, no, we just do wires, right? And why, and, and you know what's fucked about some factoring companies is they actually will do RTP because they will make their cost almost nothing and they'll charge you this fake cost of what a wire costs. So it's important to know, right? Like, do you, you know, as a factoring company, do you now guys I'm have real-time enabled talk payments? To my fact- yeah, now I'm going to go to my factoring guy and be like, yo, what are we getting charged for? And break it all down to him. <laughs> yeah, you should, right? Like, you should ask, like, what are they, like, okay, what's my rate is X, fine. Yeah. Like, what what fees am I paying? Do I do wires a lot? Okay, well, how much are you charging me for a wire? Oh, we're charging you 30 bucks, 20 bucks, 10 bucks. Okay, well, you know, do you have, R, R, do you, can you, do you have the ability to do RTP? You know, yes or no? And they yeah. might say yes and no. And if they say yes, then you should see, does my bank and, all that uh, information is available, right? You can Google like uh, RTP enabled banks and there's the clearinghouse.org that will give you a list of just every bank that's there and they're, that's constantly getting updated. But these like very little things are important and do make a massive difference because you can have companies that are 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 charging you wire fees and in the background, they're they're you know actually not passing those fees to you. They're lying to you and they're using RTP and, and, and that is drastically different in price and and you should make sure that you're getting the best and best price that you can on anything, really, especially in this market. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially small sure. adds up because when you're factoring, you're factoring the whole the whole amount of revenue, even though the margin on that, you know, is pretty small. So you're literally letting go almost sometimes a lot of the the profit you can make. So every little dollar or every any percentage makes a big difference. A hundred percent, and I think that yeah, yeah I think that. The more that you can ask and talk about, the better, right? They can call us. Like I, 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 I say this, right? Like not as a shameless plug, but if you have these questions, call us, right? Like we have a support number. It's 402-242-5494. I think that is. I think it, I think that's the number. Um, we can check and make sure and get that in the Paul, notes. Paul will add it that the factoring support line. Yeah. I like in, that. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, you know, we we can do it and and call one of our guys and they'll pick up the phone and they'll answer all the questions. Right? We'll look at your agreement. We'll get it in our lawyer's hands, or or we'll try and look at it, look at the fees, or we'll at least at, tell you the right questions to go ask. And 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 if that works, that's helpful. And and you ever want to work with us, great. And if not, then you know. No worries. We we're here to help and and hopefully you know make it more yeah. profitable for that's, anyone really. That's what I love about you guys. Yeah. You guys like have like just I don't know, just legitimately it's, it's, have amazing customer service and you're just like down to earth, uh, not trying to stand yeah. anyone. That's uh, that's refreshing. And I think that's actually sure. where every well, where like I think everything should go towards that where it's more like open, you know, and not these hidden fees and all that. But what I've noticed is actually a lot of brokers are actually brokers themselves have these hidden fields fees and are charging like crazy crazy money from the carriers you know all this like tracking on time uh tracking accepted uh delivery on time pickups on time just stupid stupid stuff and it's like where does this stop you know but i honestly feel like this is gonna come back and bite them in the ass later on so yeah, yeah it's pretty nuts right like i think it's important to ask those questions and really figure it out and like i said if we can be a if we can be a tool to do that, we will. Without a doubt, we're happy to help and, and answer any questions that we can. Oh, Taylor, actually, I actually have one last question. This is also from Carolina91001. What is the procedure for new brokers to become approved in your system? Uh, I used to have a new brokerage MC, and I knew like the pains of getting set up with a factoring company because I had no credit score, uh, no kind of history. Is there a way for a new broker that's actually legit to, to prove to you that like they're a legitimate company? 
Yeah, um, we do. You can email us, right? Like, and, and, you know, email our hello at basicblock.io, ask for Cole, uh, get somebody on the phone with us. Like, don't take, you know, and, and truthfully, for the people that are going to reach out to us, right? The experience will not be the best. And the reason why is because we have so many people that scam us all the time and want to be a broker in our system to kind of be a bad actor in the ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, the truth is like, get us on the phone, like call us, talk to us, like prove to us over time that like we can trust you. And it's not going to be like, a, you know, it's not going to be, you know, a, a, a one phone call type of thing. Like we're going to have to believe it over time. And and that just takes time like anything, right? Like build a relationship with us. Uh, I know yeah. that might not be the answer everybody wants to hear. But truthfully, it's like if we just let any broker run wild in our system, Candidly, it would hurt our carriers and 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 end up hurting us as well. And and that's sure. not something that uh, we want to introduce into the system anytime soon. Now, that being said, we work with over five thousand different brokers. So, like from a carrier perspective, it's going to be very hard for you to find a broker that we are not approved and working with. And if they're not on there, like there's a reason. Um, <laughs> so, like you know, it's very hard for you to find a broker that doesn't work with us, right? Like, and 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 the best part about us is. We'll respond in minutes if you think that this broker is worth it. We'll look at the credit and we'll add them in seconds if we think so. And if they're not, we'll tell you why. Awesome. Okay. That's good to know. Cool. Uh, awesome. Bob, how's your day going over there? I know you're having a tough day right now, right? Yeah, it's it's bad today, but it's just... I feel like every time you think it's going to get better, I feel like it gets worse. 